There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. People say the weirdest stuff to you if you're depressed to cheer you up. I, one friend of mine says to me, you know what, Jake? Dogs are never depressed. <laughs> I have no idea if that's true or why he's even my friend, really. I mean... <laughs> You start to think, what kind of advice would a dog give you if you, you know... Have you tried lying in the sun? <laughs> Until you're really hot. <laughs> then go lie in the shade. <laughs> Feels pretty good. <sighs> hey, how about eat your dinner so fast you don't know what happened? <laughs> um, oh, how long has it been since you sniffed an... Jake Johansson, Jeff and Jan, Q102. Talking about first world problems that we've had during the past year. Netflix freezing. We're taking a long time to load. Tiger King. Long delays (laughs) when you get food delivered. Uh, Here's one. Number eight, not being able to wear most of the clothes in your closet. I think that's a pro. No decisions. Yeah. I have to worry about that stuff. Are you, people who love clothes. Laundry and love, is like, like simpler. Dressed. I agree with you. I mean, you know, I've been perfectly happy in a hoodie and leggings for the past year. I'm flip-flops to work today. Are you yeah. keeping your nice clothes, though? Like, have you kept everything from your nice slacks to dresses? Cause you I know, have all these nice shirts in my closet that I never get to wear, and I get all these sad, pathetic emails from the dry cleaner offering, like, you know, 20% <laughs> off today. Discount. We miss you. We haven't <laughs> seen you have in you ages. Been? Where are you? Did you keep your nice stuff, Jen? Your oh, nice? God. Yeah, I haven't. Do you, do you really think I've gone through my closet? <laughs> what about you, Tim? Uh-huh. Nice you, stuff. What? What's that? I mean, I know you have a couple button-up shirts and slacks. Yeah. We st- I still have them. I haven't gotten the, rid of them or anything. For when you have a wedding? Yeah, you know, what's, you know what's horrible about this? So when we moved into the new house, all of our clothes were just on, like, these uh, hangers that you push um, until they got into the actual closet Well, we... We're getting closets from closets and more, like to actually organize it in this old home, right? Compartments, yeah. So we were waiting till those got in there. Well, we just left them in the garage, which is closed up. No big deal. Everything's fine. In our kitchen, first home I've ever had where the the stove is in the island, which I'm not a fan of. We're going to change that. But it currently is in the island. And it has one of those fans that sucks all of the stuff, which is great because you don't want it. You know, going anywhere. Venting you're, you're, in your house, yeah. All right, so it vents out 
Guess where it vents? Oh, into the garage? Into the garage. So your clothes smell Didn't like Didn't know that until after I cooked a whole bleep ton of bacon. That's so funny. So I'm going to have to have all oh. those clothes washed because I know. Oh. But they smell, smell like, like bacon. bacon. All my hey, suits smell like bacon. That's, right. that's better than any cologne out there. I think you should just leave it. At least you didn't fry like catfish or something like that. And then I was like, who the hell designed this? This is asinine. <laughs> I know. Whenever Kristen cooks bacon in the house, later that afternoon, she'll be like, oh, this place, now it smells like bacon. I'm like, and? and? It's a dream. <laughs> I know. I think it smells like bacon for a little while, but then sometimes it smells like grease. So you might yeah. be right. Listen, when I... When I sold my house, the first time I sold my house, I read somewhere that you should make the place smell pleasant by either baking some chocolate chip cookies or something Hi, that you yeah. love that's aromatic. So I made bacon. <laughs> you know, I, I, I sold it in that first week. So <laughs> God asking. <laughs> uh, let's see. Someone else didn't change the toilet paper roll when they mm. used it up. Another first world problem from yeah. last year. Figuring out what to eat for every meal. That's, that was really hard. That's my favorite problem cooking. of the day. Yeah, yeah, but it was hard when you were responsible for cooking three meals a day plus snacks. I know. You're just like, oh, my gosh, what are we going to eat now? I know I've made that chili 75 times. Uh, this year says number five was was uh, your package is arriving late, although I feel like they kind of mastered that and it got better as the year went on. Mm-hmm. Package is getting here quick quicker. Uh, and logistics improving and more and more Amazon delivery trucks out there. More than ever. Waking up and not being sure what day it is. Not being able to hear or understand people when they talk with a mask on. I know I commented to Tim Struggle. yesterday. It's gotten to the point now where you can just hear it. I don't even have to see the yep. person. I can tell when they're talking through a mask. And that drives me nuts. Like if I'm shopping. Or- Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Or I'm, I don't know, at the bank or like someone's trying to communicate through the Especially mask, through plexiglass. Through the glass. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> And I'm hard of hearing anyway, so when I walk up to one of those plexiglass things, if I'm at a counter or something and I'm trying to hear the customer service agent, I don't even think about the fact that I just literally leaned around the plexiglass and I stuck do it my all the time. Over. I'm like, I come around the glass. What? And they're moving away from me. Yeah. Do they get upset I with you? I can't hear you. Oh, <laughs> you know, you got to feel really bad for like old people who are really hard at hearing and in, in they're in these situations. Are you guys normally reading lips? Is that what Evidently. you think it helps? Evidently. Maybe that's it. Yeah. I'm a lip reader and I didn't even and... know it. Yes. <laughs> You're like, what? Yep. And then uh, there's the bad weather blues. The bad weather blues when you want to go for a walk and you can't because the weather is crappy outside. That is awful. Yeah. I do remember, like, in the beginning of the pandemic, being outside all the time. Because remember, last spring was super pleasant. Mm -hmm. So nice. Yeah. Hey, isn't today the day? It was a year ago. Remember, it was right after St. Patrick's Day. They sent everyone home here. 
No, they got sent home on March 10th. It was last week. They got sent home before we did. We were yeah. like the last ones to leave the building because they had to get us all right. set up with equipment and so stuff. I feel like St. Patrick's Day was the last thing we kind of celebrated before we, we well, all went home and I was here by myself. I'm trying. I know. I moved on the 27th and we started broadcasting from home, I believe, the Tuesday before that. Yeah. So, so we're close. We're, we're getting well, there. Well, I remember we celebrated St. Patrick's Day last year because Tim and I were like, do we go out still or do we not go out mm-hmm. still? And then we went home the following Tuesday. That was the first day that we were live from our house. I think it would have been sooner if we could have get, gotten those uh, laptop setups or mm-hmm. earlier or, yeah. or figured them out. You know, we were still a bit of a learning curve those first few days as we were learning how to work them. Because it was weird here. We, they had us separated. We were, each of us in a different, all here, but in different studios. That's right. We did a test testing. run here in the building. Oh, we, and yeah. we did that, what, two or three days to make sure that yeah. everything worked. But I can remember how weird it was because the whole building was empty and it just felt really Odd. creepy and weird. And now, the hallways were dark and you could hear yeah. the echo. Tim and now I we're were, totally used to it because it's still that way for the most part. Tim and I were like, Remember, you were down in the one office and I was mm-hmm. down in the other, and we would wheel out and yell at each other down <laughs> yeah. the hallway because it was no big deal. Right. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to take a break here. Coming up straight ahead, some of the day's news that didn't make the news. Ever been paid in pennies covered in oil? Wait till you hear this. Day. You think you work in a toxic work environment. <laughs> Cincinnati's Q102. Jeff and Jen, 8 after 8. Proud to say my March Madness bracket is not busted yet. <laughs> well, hasn't been a game yet. That's right. <laughs> so you are in Still business. Still perfect bracket. Yep. Looking pretty. Almost 40 million Americans will fill out a bracket this year, according to the American Gaming Association, which tracks this stuff. You gamble usually, don't you, Tim? I usually throw a $10 or something on my you know, bracket. On your bracket. We've got a group of friends that are doing one. I just finished it last night. Oh, good. So who do gamblers expect to win it all this year? Top three teams you're betting on are Gonzaga. Always feels like. Gonzaga. Florida State. And Baylor. Hmm. Hmm. Did you guys fill one out? No, not yet. No, not really. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> nope. Lying about I got, the, I got the Razorbacks going all the way. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be yeah, rooting man. for Illinois. They're, do, they're really good this year. Also, um, our boss, our big boss's nephew plays for Iowa, C.J. Frederick. Oh, that's right. So I have them going pretty far as well. Better make sure he's on that. I'm picking the teams that have stories this year. Yeah? Going with stories? <laughs> and what's that's the, sto- a, a what, what's the to... big story? Well, the story is, is our boss's nephew's on that team. All right. a story. What about that's the, the other one? Uh, Razorbacks. I lived there for six years. All right. They're, they have had it up an amazing season this yeah. year. Ill- I'm rooting for Illinois. They got yeah. this guy on the team. I can't think of his name, but I watched a bunch of games randomly this season just on TV. And yeah. they just like kind of came out of nowhere and are kicking ass. I love it. So I'm that's like a real Cinderella story right yeah. there. I'm rooting for St. <laughs> Bonaventure because it's a pretty badass name. Yep. <laughs> I like it. That's quite a story. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's time to start taking more breaks at work, guys. Okay. okay. A lot more breaks. A new study from North Carolina State University found that you'll have more energy and actually be better at your job if you start taking lots of micro breaks. Fritch is, is getting back from hers right now. A, a micro, micro break. break. How was your micro? break? I was trying to help someone, and then I got stuck in the lobby. You don't have to lie about it. You just say you were taking a break. And I was like, I have to pee. So I was like, and now I'm late, and I'm running down the hallway. I'm out of breath. very busy. That's all right. 
<sighs> They're not supposed to last more than five minutes, but... I did hear you in the bathroom talking about March Madness, though. <laughs> uh, and I, and I, going back to that real quick, we got to root for the Bobcats. Ohio University is in there for the first yeah. time in a long time, and also Moorhead State. Yeah. I got, a lot of, got a lot of Moorhead State alum in my world. That, a lot of my cousins stoked. went to Moorhead. Who do you have going all the way? I have Gonzaga. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't really know. Is there a story behind that? No, there's Did just... Did you want to share? There's just so many people on the... List that I don't never I don't know. Right, so. Mich- Michigan State fan over here. My parents both went there, so I'm rooting against Michigan as always. Are you always? Yeah, you are full of stories today. It's mm-hmm. just a great story. <laughs> I love stories. <laughs> I picked Gonzaga because when I was a small child, my dad. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> There's nothing there. They were ranked. I would have gone one. along with it. <laughs> Everything <laughs> else I've read is like they're good this year. I haven't been watching because the games have been so like sporadic. They're supposed to play Wednesday, and I never know when anybody's on. Yeah, I just like saying Gonzaga. Although, Tim and I both are wearing red today. We're kind of channeling some UC vibes. Yeah, wish Maybe they were Louisville. playing. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to let Gazebo go and replace it with Gonzaga. Gonzaga. <laughs> uh, TV dinners may not be as popular as they used to be, but TV during dinner is still as hot as ever. They asked people how often they watch television while they eat dinner. And the most common answer is every day. Oh, wow. Every day, Americans watch television while they eat dinner. 35% of people say they always watch TV during dinner, in fact. And another 17% do it at least four to six times a week. We did it last night because, well, it's, you know, it's one of those dishes that don't really require you to sit down with, like, a knife and fork. Like, if, you know, if we're sitting down to a, a chicken or fish dish, then mm-hmm. when we would sit at the table because But can you see the TV utensils. from the table? No. Oh, uh, so, but last night, she because it was St. Patrick's Day, she did... Uh, her version of bangers and mash, which was uh, nice. sausages kind of like in these um, uh, like roll-ups, you know. Uh-huh. And that was easy. You know, you could eat with one hand. Mm-hmm. And we finished watching Behind Her Eyes, which is really, really good. That's on Netflix. Yeah, what's that about? It's a psychological thriller starring uh, Bono's daughter. I forget what her name is, but yeah. she was fantastic in it. Really? Highly recommended. Hmm. Uh, 18% of people say they never watch TV during dinner. We don't. We we used to, and then it got too distracting for our group of people, so we had to stop. Like, yeah. we weren't talking. We were all just sitting there watching, you know, Sharia and Mike Dardis do the 5 o'clock news, and we're just like, oh, we got to turn that off. Yeah. No offense to them. It was just distracting for us. Mm. Yeah, you hear a lot of people rage quitting jobs but you don't usually hear about a company raging over someone quitting and then getting revenge on them like this (laughs) there's a guy by the name of andreas flotten flotten f-l-a-t-e-n i'm going with flotten okay andreas gave his two-week notice back in november do we know why Andreas was leaving? Was there a micromanaging boss? Was he just leaving because there was a better opportunity elsewhere? Did he get in a? Did he have a, a salacious affair with a coworker, <laughs> and it ended, and he just couldn't come back to work every day? It sounds like it might have been a toxic work environment. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he gives us two week notice. You know, a lot of people would have just quit. Yeah, it's nice to give. I mean, I think that's a respectable thing to do. You know, or created a scene or 
quit just like Jerry, that movie and Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire yeah, quit. Kind yeah, of take the fish. Right, but no, he didn't do that. He gave his two week notice back in November. He worked for Walker Luxury Auto Works. They're in Peachtree City, Georgia. And he says the owner of Walker Luxury Auto Works was so upset when he gave his two-week notice, the guy put his hands on his head, walked out, and disappeared for an hour. So anyway, he serves out his two weeks, I guess. But the company still owed Andreas $915, and they never sent his check to him. And so, you know, he would call over there and still nothing. And so finally, he had to call the Georgia Department of Labor to complain. Uh, The Department of Labor leaned on the dealership, and the company finally delivered his paycheck on Friday by dumping 500 pounds of pennies (gasps) covered in oil on his driveway. That's not very nice. That is awful. Accompanied with a note that said, F you. Oh, my God. Yeah. Andrea says he quit the job because it was a toxic work environment. (laughs) And this really backs that up. Yeah. He shoveled the pennies into his garage, <laughs> and he's working on cleaning the oil off oh so my he can God. cash them in. What a pain in the butt. I that know. Is, that's cra- That's just nasty. Isn't that nasty? It really is. I wonder what he did. Like, you th- is there anything that he did? You know, like, did he help? How did he contribute, yeah. if at all, to this toxic to environment? Situation. I don't know, yeah. but I know, cool. the guy gave us two weeks. What do you want? Yeah. You know, sometimes you'll do that. And everybody knows the best thing really is for you to just walk off the job. But you're doing the responsible thing by giving your two weeks. And sometimes, you know, the boss will cut you a solid favor and say, I think you and I both know that it should probably end here today. Yeah. I mean, that's usually, I mean, a lot of times you get escorted out of the building, right? That, yeah, your HR person walks you to your desk, walks you, watches you yeah. pack your things, and then walks you to your you're car. You're not going to need to serve those <laughs> final two weeks. We're yeah. just going to, yeah. Yeah. Part ways. Right. You guys um, ever quit a job? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Have you not? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to remember. I mean, just because I guess I just quit the one time. Because the last time we got let go and then we came here. So that wasn't us quitting. So, yeah, it was just the one time I had to go in and tell him I was leaving and give him my two weeks' notice. Every job so far in radio world for me. Yeah. I had to say, hey, I know it's yeah. going good, but we're going to leave. Did anybody have, like, a really dramatic, like, please don't go oh, kind no. of reaction? No. no. No, it was the other way. Get your it, stuff and get the no, heck out of here. No, it was always encouraging, like, good for you. That's great. We'll miss you. And that was it. Yeah, and then there was one where it was, well, it's your fault. Mm. Oh, like yeah. kind of spun it like, okay, well, I'm trying to talk to you for three months. Gotcha. I tried to walk out on a job once, like without giving my notice, because it was a very toxic work environment. And we were in this meeting and the boss at the time, or my immediate boss was just railing this other coworker and I like hard. And I was young and like, of course, bawling because I'm emotional. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm done. Like I am leaving. Did it work? And the big, bo- the bigger boss was like, "You sit down." And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> and then I, sta- you know, I ended up staying, and it worked out for the situation at the time. But I just remember being like, "I can't do this anymore," because it does. There, you do come to like a breaking point where you're right. just like, "No, I've had enough. I can't. I just yeah. can't anymore." Yeah. 
I uh, quit a job at Maxwell's, which was a restaurant. I was the DJ in their lounge area. Oh, how fun. And, <laughs> oh, the manager of the restaurant was just a horrible human being, just an yeah. awful person. I just didn't get paid enough. Yeah. For know. that. Yeah. You have to love yourself more at some point. You know what? And be like, I'm okay with being poor. I can't work here anymore. I can't. Yeah. And then I got hired when I was working in Sacramento. I got hired at a radio station in New York. So I gave my two-week notice or whatever it was. And the boss at the time that I had just made the decision to make those final two weeks miserable for Mm, me. That's Mm -hmm. awful. And he clearly wanted me to quit. He wanted me to walk off the job, which he eventually got to me. And so I I quit. I said, look, you want me out of here anyway, so uh, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And, and so I quit. And he calls the guy who hired me for my next job and tried to, tried to sabotage that job by giving me a bad <gasps> recommendation. Or that what was you call very it. nice. A negative review or, what, you know, whatever. Yeah. You call. That's awful. Yeah. So anyway, and he told me he was going to do that. So I had now I'm in the position where I have to call the man who just hired me Uh and say, you may get a call (laughs) from my current employer. He says, I already did. Oh, no. And he says, clearly, there is an agenda there. Mm -hmm. So don't worry about it. You're good. Yeah. Wow. That was really. That's funny. Understanding of them. Um. But here's what I wasn't expecting. The boss in Sacramento called me, and uh, he didn't apologize, but he said, you know, this is stupid. Just come back. Finish it out. You know, let, let bygones be bygones. Mm-hmm. The guy that talked crap about you said come back? Yep. Wow. Yep. That's funny. Yeah, I wanted, uh, the, one, the one time I left a job is one of my most empowering memories because the the guy that I was working for, I was nine months out of college and I had been working at this radio station for four years part-time and I had been doing overnights, midnight to six, full-time hourly, making $500 a month with no benefits since I had graduated college. And he still had not hired me full-time for that position because he wasn't convinced I was ready. And this is in Champaign, Illinois, market number 192. (laughs) So a major market. Right. Market number 192. (laughs) A a market market size that pays salaries. (laughs) It does pay salaries. Where where people there probably do all right and live a great life. They do. Champaign, Enough to pay you a salary. Home of University of Illinois. Right. So they should, and I should have been, I had earned it. And he just wasn't sure I was ready for that yet. Overnights in market number 192. And I remember going into his office and sitting down and saying to him, um, I'm going, I'm, I'm giving you my two weeks notice because I have been offered a position at WFLC, the power pig in Tampa, Florida, market 21. <laughs> in, when the you. sun is out. <laughs> The During look, the day. Right. Yes. Yes, exactly. The look on his face. I will never forget just his eyes just like popping out of his head. Hmm. And it was it was one of those moments like you see the you see the T-shirts 
underestimate me. That'll be fun. Yeah. It was one of those moments, you know, where it's like, what a great moment. You've been telling me crap for all this time. And then did you say, here's my two weeks? Yeah. I'm like, no, I said, I'll do two weeks because I appreciated, you know, the opportunity that they had been giving me forever. But yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I mean, that's kind of what I felt like, you know, in my situation, like, you know, as much of an a-hole as he was, I felt like if if I was given the opportunity to serve out those last three days, yeah, he gave me the opportunity to hire me in the first place. So you know whatever his issue was, if he was over it, why shouldn't I be? Right, and it, this wasn't the guy that had hired me. Oh no, me. yeah, this was a guy that had come in after that guy. Mm. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that was. But I I could just remember I can be back in that moment like that. It's mm-hmm. one of those you know handful of lifetime. Memories that you just never picture the wood paneling never on the wall, right? His, his <laughs> office, all of it. Yeah, it's That's very cool. clear. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.